Welcome to Liberty Frontier with Andrew Miles. So I just had a great conversation with one of my best friends in which he asked me how I came to make the decision that writing was what I really wanted to pursue. And it's an interesting question to me because it's something that I wrestled with for a very long time. And ultimately, I made the decision at a time where I was trying to do far too much. So I was trying to teach myself uh, guitar scales. My aim was to be grade five at guitar within a year. And I was trying to teach myself Spanish, uh, German, French, and I was trying to brush up on my Arabic for a trip to Morocco that I was going to be taking a few months down the line. And at the same time, I was also, I still am, but I, I was making a much bigger effort towards programming for uh, competitive athletes. And I was also doing my own programming and I was doing quite an involved and complicated program personally. And I was spending a lot of time training and recovering and so on. And I was telling myself that I was going to finally really start a blog and really get working on, on doing my writing and pursuing that. And as you can imagine, I really didn't get very far with any of those things. I spent a lot of time figuring out a system by which I could make time in the day to do all of these things. And I kind of did. I kind of figured it out. I used a combination of, of phone apps and uh, alarms and timings and scheduling to make time to do all these things. But the net result was that none of them got the attention that they deserved uh, so that I could make the progress on them that I really wanted to. And they all detracted from my writing, from my energy and from my time. Because the problem is that there's a, there's a code switching penalty that you pay, that you have to pay every time you move from doing one activity to a fundamentally different activity. So even if you're super efficient in, in, in your time, in doing what you're meant to be doing, every time you switch, it takes a little while for you to get into it. So if you switch from, from learning music to learning a language, it takes your brain a little time to make the change, to make the transition. Anyway, I, I read something, and I wish I could remember where or who said it, but they said something along the lines of, if you want to figure out what it is that you should be doing, look back to your childhood and be really honest with yourself about what you were naturally good at and naturally drawn to. And it's easy to get distracted. So for example, as a child, I was really into dinosaurs and wanted to be an archaeologist. And it would be easy for me to look back and think, yes, that's obviously what I really wanted to do. That's what I should be doing. But it's not the case. There's something more fundamental for me. Going back as far as two years old, I asked my parents if I could start learning to read. I was just interested. I was really, really interested. I loved the stories that they read me and I wanted to be able to read. And with that came being able to write. And I learned very quickly, found it quite easy and also found it incredibly pleasurable. And then obviously I went to school and school did what it does best and almost entirely ruined writing for me. They made it into a miserable chore. And I remember thinking at about 10 years old, how cruel it was that the thing I hated most in life, which was 
writing and English class, also happened to be the subject at which I was naturally the best. Now, looking back as an adult, I understand the reasons why I didn't enjoy it at school. And I'm also able to once again enjoy writing. But there was a bit of me that was still holding on to this, oh God, writing isn't what I want to be doing mentality that had been drilled into me from 10 miserable years in compulsory education. But when I heard this, you know, think about what it is as a child. You couldn't not do that. You always did. And I was always writing and creating stories. You know, 12 years old, I started writing uh, a book and I wrote several chapters and really got into it. And uh, I've always been, you know, doing these kinds of projects. And what I had to do was not find what it was I was supposed to do, but accept it. I had to accept that I write. It's what I do. Yes, it's probably what I'm best at, but it's also what I can't not do. I write. I'm a writer. I'm going to be a writer. And if that's who I am, I owe it to myself to be the very best writer that I could possibly be. So when I think about finding your purpose, when I think about figuring out what it is that you really have to be doing, the answer's already there. It's, it's in you somewhere. It's part of you. Because if it's your purpose, it's you. Do you understand? If it's your purpose, it is you. It is the thing you can't not do. For me, that's writing. And for my friend with whom I was having this conversation, it's music. He's always done music. Ever since I met him, music has been what it has been about. He is known as a great musician, but it's also, it's what he does to unwind. It's what he does to relax. It's what he does to express himself. He can't not do it. He thinks about it constantly. And similarly to me, he's also a personal trainer. He has spent time, you know, figuring out what he wants to do in terms of his training, trying all different kinds of training methods, sports, techniques. It, it was all just masturbation, you know. It was all just ways of distracting himself from doing the work that he needed to do, from being the musician. And what is the benefit of, the, of, of this? The benefit is that once you drop those other things, it is freeing. You know, when you're, when you're trying to do all these different things, you're worried that by dropping one or some or all of them but the necessary, that you're going to miss out, that one of the things you drop is going to be the thing that you should really be doing. The problem with that is you're just spreading your energies everywhere and you end up achieving nothing. Because to be great at one thing means you have to do one thing. And for me, making the decision to be a writer, to be the writer that I am, it was freeing because suddenly I gave myself permission to not do all these other things. I was okay with not practicing guitar. I was okay with not studying three different languages. I was okay with just hitting the gym and not worrying about what my program was. It was freeing. It liberated me to focus on the work, on the writing. And shortly after that, I had a, a tremendous spurt of writing. It started up Liberty Frontier. I wrote an article a day for at least two weeks. And I really got into the stride of it. And I remembered 
that this is what I need to be doing. And that focus, the focus, that is so important. That is exactly what you need to be doing. Strip away everything else, but that one thing, it's freeing. I cannot tell you how freeing it is. You, you will experience it once you, you ditch the unnecessary clutter. This is why minimalism works for people. Because you're getting rid of the crap that is constantly bothering your brain. You know, this is why Mark Zuckerberg only wears one kind of t-shirt. Because it frees up his brain. He doesn't, he doesn't even have to think about what he's going to wear. He can just let his brain think about Facebook 24-7. And that's it. So I gave up the languages, I gave up the music, I gave up these things that, yes, I enjoy them. Yes, I could be good at them if I pursued them. But no, they were not helping me be a better writer. Now, what is it that you're doing? What is it that you want to do? What is it that you can't not do? You already know what that thing is. If you are honest with yourself, if you have listened to the first podcast and have done the work of figuring out who you are, if you know thyself, if you truly know thyself, you know what it is. And all you need to do now is give yourself permission. Permission to drop everything else. Everything that does not support you, that does not help you towards being the best you can at that thing. Allow yourself to discard it. It is the ballast holding your hot air balloon down. Throw it out. Throw it overboard. Let your balloon rise. And yes, that sounds like a kind of euphemistic metaphor. But you know what I mean. You know what I'm getting at. And you know what you need to do. So let's recap quickly at this point. So finding your purpose, reframe it to acknowledging, accepting your purpose. Accepting who you are. It's all part of knowing yourself. Then once you know what it is, once you've accepted what it is, get rid of everything that doesn't contribute to it. And yes, that will likely be painful at first. Or maybe not. You may find, as I did, that it is freeing and a joyful experience because there's a lot of pain associated with holding on to things that need to be let go. It's like the girlfriend that you should have left after six months, but you kept trying to make the relationship work for a year. And it just made things worse. The sooner you let go, the less pain you will be forced to endure by holding on to it. When the flame burns you, you don't grab it. So you see how everything fits together. You know, a life of personal freedom is a life of integrity and consistency with who you really are. It begins with knowing yourself, and it continues with doing everything you can to let yourself flourish, to enable yourself to flourish. You get rid of everything which isn't necessary, and you improve that which is. And this is why the doctrine of trying to be good at everything, of trying to continually fix weaknesses, isn't necessarily a good thing, because a lot of weaknesses are irrelevant to your purpose. Me being a bad dancer has no effect on my writing, and me trying to fix or improve that part of my life 
will give me no benefit. All right, if I continue, I'm just going to end up repeating myself too much for this podcast. And I think you get it. You understand. And the truth is, you always did. And deep down, that's the trick to it. Deep down, you have always known what you need to do. Okay, everyone, thank you for joining me on this second episode of Liberty Frontier. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends, give it a like, subscribe to the channel, subscribe to the newsletter, and leave a review on iTunes. It would help me a lot. So thank you very much, guys, and I'll see you on the next one.